pandemic trapped a bunch of aging role-playing gamers in their homes, forcing them to crawl out of their pen and paper comfort zone and into the online world of virtual tabletops and video calls. To join them as they raise the curtain to share their stories, insights, and love all things geek. Welcome to the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. Assholes. Oh, I don't know what you guys have signed up for, but welcome to the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. Uh, this is our uh, inaugural um, episode, uh, episode one of season one, and we're starting off with um, a game called Twilight 2000. It's the, the fourth edition by Free League. Right now, it's uh, only in alpha. At the time of this recording, we're um, anxiously awaiting the, the beta version and, and the, the full release of the of the product. It's supposed to come out in the summer, probably June, July, that, that kind of time frame. But uh, uh, if you didn't listen to our intro or our trailer or anything, just a, just a, a quick bit about us. Uh, we're just a bunch of folks that have been playing... Uh, uh, together role-playing games mostly uh for 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 quite a while and uh uh matt my buddy there matt came up with this idea to turn this this our regular our gaming session our weekly gaming session that we've been kind of relying on the past year during this pandemic uh into a podcast and um you know i, I just want to thank him real quick for for, for doing that um because it's really uh not only is it just an excuse for us to keep playing this game like forever, uh, but it's also kind of re, kind of invigorated this love I have for for audio. And you know, like a billion years ago, I tried to get in the audio industry, and stuff happened. But uh, it's been so much fun, kind of relearning all this stuff. And and uh, so I, I have to thank him for kind of uh, giving me that chance to to dip my toes back into it again. For even if this is just all just for fun, uh, but I, I hope you stick with us. Uh, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be here uh, whether you are or not. So uh, I hope you love the show. I hope you have fun with us. If not, uh, you can go pound sand. I don't care, but but I hope you like it. Um, with that, let's go ahead and get started. Um, so Twilight 2000 um, you know, is after World... If you don't know anything about it, it's, uh, World War Three has happened. Uh, it's basically the apocalypse. Uh, and, and, and these people have been completely uh, separated and cut off from, from everything they know and love. And they kind of have to find a way to come together and, and, and help each other uh, achieve their, their, their dreams and goals. So, um, so this is not a military game, although there is a lot of military stuff in it and a lot of tactics and things like that. This is a, a game about survival. And what these these uh, five individuals uh, can do to survive in this post-apocalyptic world. Uh, so, with that being said, I'm going to go around uh, the table here, and I'm going to let um, the players uh, introduce themselves and their characters, and they're going to uh, tell us about their um, uh, their dream, uh, who their buddy is, and and how they met the party. So. Um, uh, Sean, why don't we start off uh, with your character, Gunny? So, um, the short of it is, uh, 
main character. He's a gunnery sergeant in the United States Marines. He's got he's he's older. He's forty eight. He's been in the Marines for a long time. Uh, he actually entered in the Vietnam era toward the end of the Vietnam War. Um, he was a uh, son of coal miners in Appalachia, and he left to get out, get away from it. And uh, he was drafted basically. When he came home, uh, he looked around him and he thought he'd have a better chance in the Marine Corps than being a coal miner and getting black lung. He figured his chances of survival were better. You know, you might catch a bullet by chance, but you're definitely going to die of the lung if you stay here. Um, so he joined the Marines. He served long, hard in the Marines in different theaters, doing different combat. Spent his whole trial career in the infantry. He's a very skilled warrior, very strong, stamina, stature, big person. Around, you know, he's a solid around 6'2", admit, you know, over 200 pounds. You know, you look at him, you say, think of Gunny Highway and... Uh, and uh, Heartbreak Ridge or Tom Berger's character in Sniper. This hard, sturdy, career sol- soldier Marine. Uh, and he was about to get out, settle down when the war started. So he came over and uh, got involved in the Do God's Duty and defeat the communists, the Reds, and uh, everything went to crap. Now his dream is to simply get back home, reunite with his unit we got separated with and get back home and maintain his moral code, uh, uh, you know, an honor in the middle of this. He's not, he's not unaccustomed to death. And if he has to, he'll kill. It doesn't mean he likes it. He'll be cold toward it. You know, he'll, he'll accept it when it happens. He'll, he'll not hesitate to do his duty and kill somebody trying to kill him, but he won't kill civilians or innocents or people who surrender unless there's extended circumstances that cause him to have to. That's the short of it. Cool. Uh, thank you, Sean. Uh, looking forward to getting a no Going a little bit more. Um, so why don't we go up to uh, Matt? What you got for us? All right. Uh, my name is Matt, and I am going to be playing uh, Pavlov Onajetsky, a uh, Polish uh, Polish sort of uh, guy who's running into a little trouble in his life, spent a little time in jail, uh, got an honest job working construction, and then the war started. Um so Pavlov is basically like a, he grew up in a rural uh, Poland. Um, his closest friend is uh, one of the uh, daughters of one of the local farmers. Her name is Minka. Uh, they grew up together, but as he got older, uh, the idea of running around the field and chasing cows and stuff like that kind of lost out to the more urban draw to the more seedier uh, side of life and quick money. And so he did, um, you know, he, he did a little work for some of the local gangs, got busted, uh, thrown in jail for a few years. Um, when he got out, it was kind of hard to find work. But his uh, friend Minka, uh, his, her dad, uh, knew some people that owned a construction business and so uh, got him a job. And he basically had been working construction um, until the war started. Uh, while in prison, uh, though, uh, it really affected him. He saw the power that some of these gangsters had, even behind bars. And so his dream is to become, I become big boss, lots of power. I, you know, I run shit too. So that's his big dream. Uh, and he was also attacked in prison uh, by a fellow, uh, by a rival gang. And he ended up killing the guy. And that basically uh, led to his uh, moral code of, uh, to survive at all costs. And that's kind of what's kept him alive in the three years or so since the war started. He's been hustling, jiving, stealing, and eventually uh, his luck's kind of running low. So he decided to go and see if his old friend Minka was still out at the farm. 
And uh, that's how he, uh, he ran back into her and the rest of the group. So uh, he's uh, basically got a short uh, blonde shaved hair, a couple prison tattoos, and he's got a uh, matching set of um, a dotus. Uh, and I, yes, I said that wrong. A dotus, a dotus track. Well, it, it's knockoff. So he's got some Adonis tracksuit and Adonis and matching Adonis uh, shoes. So he's got his uh, track, uh, track suit, suit. and uh, track suit and court shoes from does Adonis. He, does he smoke too? So so it's the brand yes. with four stripes. It's, it's the marijuana leaf instead of the three little leaves. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's Pavlov. Uh, I like how you guys are adding to the fiction. It's beautiful. Um, oh, God, it's getting better. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to Chris. Hi, I'm Chris, and I will be playing Minka Grancicalo, who is the eldest daughter of a now-deceased farmer in rural Poland. Uh, she grew up in the country doing all the farm work, fixing machines, raising animals, you know, spent a lot of her life away from people. Uh, that's where she introduced uh, Mr. Arniecki here uh, to the fun side of the sur- surviving in the wilderness. Um, she was a handyman, handywoman around the farm, and she did uh, two years of service with the Polish military, which was mandatory at the time. So she got some military, basic military training in, but decided that uh, life on the farm much suited her, which led to her... Uh, big dream of just having a small um, community of, you know, like-minded friends and family uh, who sought to look out for each other. She didn't want to mess with the outsiders uh, who proven themselves greedy, selfish, you know, seeking power. So she wants to see what's best in the community uh, went out over the worst of us. Um, So her hope is they can find a nice little Nook in the wilderness where they can uh, strive and make a better world for everybody else. That's, that's a, sounds like a, such a nice, nice goal, and I'm sure that will happen. Oh, no, not a chance. <laughs> uh, Tony, 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 how about you? My name is Blanco Fantasma. What the hell? I come from Italy and I have this outrageous accent. <gasps> and uh, oh my holy lord, <laughs> he's gonna do this the entire time. I know <laughs> what I do know is that this world is very dark. Men had no place ruling anything, they ruined everything. And every day I look into the abyss. And I want to know why. Why do we continue? And this fucked up war, it just confirms everything that my father told me. John Carlos said to me, this world is a shithole, and then you die. When I look into abyss, it was a me alone. But... <laughs> <laughs> But as I grow up, I discover there are some good things. I had a bad time in Italy, so I go to Germany and I meet Isabel, beautiful, big Isabel. 
buxom, beautiful Isabel. I love her so. And she has a nice nephew who I like. I don't want to kill him. And so I travel around the world and I find myself at this farm with Isabel's nephew. And I say, if I can keep him alive, maybe there's hope. There's such a juxtaposition between Minka's story and Blanco, who's like <laughs> Godfather 3. So, hey, Holy yeah. shit. You mentioned that his father, Benito Mussolini. <laughs> that was intense. <laughs> I oh. make it to train right on time. My, my pop, my pop, he say, he says, El Duce is your godfather. I still have his hand right here. I bronze his skull. We kept it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, this, this is... Uh, this is right. So, so any, uh, I'll, I'll get you a second tier. But if, if you guys have any questions about like what this show is about, I think they've been answered. So, <laughs> I um, that the gunnery sergeant likes to wear women's underwear. No, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Anyway, it was perfectly fine. Nothing. But, yeah, but in the was, 90s, it was not fine. So, apparently. it was fine. It's just we weren't evolved yet. But anyway, so no, tier. No, no, no. <laughs> tier, I think helped. it's. Uh, I don't know how you follow that tier, but but uh, you you go ahead and try. <laughs> I, I I can't. <laughs> Axel, yes, however, could. I believe, you, uh, I believe you can. Hi. <laughs> Axel. Axel. <laughs> oh, God. So, hi, my name is Sear, and I'll be playing uh, Axel Mueller. Uh, <laughs> Axel. He's got the Axel F music on the background. We need to play for that. A German national. Uh, who grew up in a small rural village outside of uh, Fulda um, in uh, in Germany, just uh, north of Bavaria, since that's all you Americans know where that's at. Um, Axel was uh, Axel was the Axel was the son of a uh, banker who worked in Frankfurt, mm. who spent most of his time away from home, uh, and a nurse who worked in the big city. So he grew up. Uh, mostly in the village under the tutelage of his aunt and uncle. His, um, his, his aunt, uh, Isabella, was very loving, caring, beautiful woman, loved her husband to death, who was a forestmeister uh, for the local region. Um, the summers Axel would spend with him, he taught him forestry and hunting and uh, discovered that Axel was actually a pretty good shot with a long, with a long gun. But uh, time passed. Uh, he grew up. Went to do his two years of military service as required by the Germ- uh, by uh, as a German citizen. Uh, unfortunately, his uncle passed away in that time. And uh, while he was there, he discovered he also had a capacity to take after his mother and uh, started uh, go- went into uh, field medical services. After that, he got out and went to university and uh, went to a pre med track. Um, just before he was ready to go and go to dedicated medical school to get his doctorates, the war broke out. Redrafted back into the German military, he was uh, shipped out with his unit to the Polish front lines, um, and everything went to hell. Uh, 
unfortunately, in town right at uh, right near the, uh, the beginning of the story, his uh, his unit was wiped out completely. Left, he was left on his own, and came across Sophia, two Russian uh, two Russian GRU agents were. He came around a corner and saw them pulling her, kicking and screaming into the back of a vehicle. 16-year-old Polish girl. Uh, she fought like a hellcat, uh, managed to get free and stab one of them in the eye. Uh, unfortunately, the second was, was pulling a pistol and was about to shoot her when Axel took a shot and ended his life. Sophia saw him, ran to him, and they took off, hiding in a petrol station somewhere. Uh, he tried to speak to her in German and Polish, a smattering of Italian he knew, um, uh, but nothing, uh, nothing seemed to get through. And all of a sudden, she started to wave his hands uh, or wave her hands, and realized that she was deaf and only knew sign. Luckily enough, so did Axel. Um, he's one. Axel has two dreams now. He had only one to begin, but one of them is to get Sophia to a safe place. The other one is to get himself to an island somewhere in the Mediterranean and just sit the rest of this war out. Um weirdly, while he was in college, his dear Aunt Isabel met the strange, strange Italian man. Um, when he came to town, was known as Antonio. Uh, he was almost as old as Axel. Just young, such young. It was a big scandal in the village where he came from, but he loved his aunt. He worshipped the ground that, he walked, that she walked on. And so they struck up a friendship. And while he was in Poland... Somehow, the strange man found him, uh, and now he now they're all together and headed towards uh, headed towards a safe place that he uh, that uh, Blanco, uh, formerly Antonio, knows uh, uh, knows a way out. And that's where we're at. I like petrol. One time I made the man drink a gallon of it and put a flare into his throat just to see him explode. Axel, uh, Axel's tall, about 1.8 meters tall, wire, wiry frame. Uh, it's got a constant five o'clock shadow. It doesn't matter how much he shaves it. Black hair, plain back t-shirt, BDU pants, and a flak jacket. He's constantly wearing a scarf for some strange reason, but anybody who knows... BDU pants are super tight. <laughs> Look, they're German BDU mats. That's how they're made. Also, if anybody knows Germans, they're always going to wear the scarf because he doesn't want it. And he's yeah. translated this to get a cold in his neck. Uh, mm. Doesn't make any sense to you, but to Germans, absolutely does. Uh, he, car- he carries a very, very long gun and a bow and arrow. I thought you said longbow originally instead of long gun. I was like, man, this is a badass. He's got a long gun. <laughs> no, he's got a compound bow. <laughs> I think we so, should, uh, Nathan, you should tell the air we're playing with so people understand the, uh, like, because uh, you didn't say the, you said after yeah, set, World War III. Yeah, but we got to set, set the stage. The set the stage because. Uh, oh, yeah. Important. So we, we do live uh, in enlightened times and it wasn't so enlightened 20 some years ago. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, so year 2000 that uh, is when this is happening this is uh, uh, the specific date right now this is uh, July 1st is when we're, we're starting off here um, so Russia has been kind of you know st- stampeding across Europe um, and basically the uh, the USSR never fell in, in this timeline 
the U.S. Uh, president, um, who's not Bill Clinton, but somebody else. Uh, <laughs> I, sh- I should remember, but like I didn't really pay attention to that part. Uh, but basically, uh, uh, they declared war, and in, in Poland has really been kind of the uh, the stomping ground. Poland and and um, in Sweden have been kind of stomping grounds where where the uh, NATO forces have been uh, coming to head with the. Uh, uh, the Russians and uh, uh, not sure who started using it first, but uh, tactical nukes have been used, like uh, not sparingly, but but heavily uh, across uh, Poland and Sweden, Sweden and some other countries, uh, and and Russia's really swept uh, like most of the way across Poland. If you like, if you ever look at the map of Poland, uh, we're starting off. Um, uh, near Kalish, and uh, basically uh, there's this uh, big operation uh, set up by the NATO forces called Operation Reset, where they were trying to kind of uh, uh, regain a, a lot of territory. Um, the idea uh, was to go to get to Wotz, um, but uh, things kind of fell apart in Kalish, and and uh, basically the uh, uh, fifth infantry or fifth, uh, and, and basically all the NATO forces have just have kind of fallen apart. The Russian forces are kind of not all there either. Uh, the communication with the, the outside world has been completely cut off between, you know, all the, all the nuclear blasts. And so, so um, the Americans have no idea uh, what's going on in, in the USA uh, and, you know, the, the Germans in the group and the, and, and the Italians in the group, they, they don't know what's going on back home either because just the communication is just completely shot. Um, society has, has basically completely collapsed. And just put, put in your mind, it's uh, like, you know, think of Walking Dead, but without, but instead of zombies, think, you know, you know, nuclear holocaust. So that's kind of, when you're thinking about this world that, that these, these players or these characters are living in, um, you know, think it's really all about survival and, and how do they uh, kind of, you know, retain their humanity and, and build something new in this world or, or find a, a way back to their, their old lives, if, if, those, if that's even possible. Um, so uh, pretty dark, lots of despair, uh, but these guys are super fucking goofy. And, and uh, no matter how, how dark kind of the world is, um, uh, this is going to get stupid real quick. So, uh, I love you guys. So, now who, now who had the, uh, who had the, the Humvee? Was that uh, you, Gunny? Well, Gunny, so remember, so Gunny's uh, how he ended up in the countries. He did an insert with Delta through Poland. Yeah. And he was uh, working at a bar where he met our uh, young, intrepid farmer girl, uh, Minka. Mm-hmm. And he struck up a friendship with her and was able to get her to stash a Humvee back in the rear just in case they needed it uh, in her barn. And that's where Gun- Gunny's heading after he got separated. Uh, so that's where the Humvee is at. He's not there. She has it. And uh, it's safely tucked away in there for full tank of gas, and an M60 sub, and excuse me, and a saw. Uh, yeah, 
And it's regular, uh, regular uh, gas right now. And that's another thing we should point out is, is regular gas is really hard to come by uh, these days. Well, it's, diesel. it's diesel. No, diesel. All right. And, but you and you'll find like gin. Yes. But go ahead. Forget it. This is about. And, and, and you guys will find that that like most of the people in this game have have done some military service or at least been in kind of the military arena. Uh, and me being uh, one of the people that have not, uh, they will constantly correct me when I get uh, technical things wrong about about military equipment yes, and will. stuff like that. So <laughs> I'm not going to get offended. You guys don't get offended if if they get stuff wrong. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. You know, it's just a game. Uh, but so this this Humvee that that make is storing uh, at her old uh, farm uh, has. Uh, it's an interesting-looking Humvee. It basically looks like it's been uh, rebuilt from a lot of different pieces of other Humvees. Uh, basically, you see like lots of miscolored and mismatched panels, and and along the side in um, in in red paint and using a, a wide brush, you see written uh, "Miserable Beast" on the on the uh, uh, right-hand side of the uh, the Humvee. Um, but yeah, it, lo- it looks like shit, but it runs great. I should never have showed him this barn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, yeah, so, you agree to this. Oh, not you. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say at this point, um, uh, Minka, you really haven't been able to stay at the farmhouse because uh, Kalisha's completely fallen and there have been like Russian troops uh, all throughout uh, the area, so you kind of uh, are hiding out in the uh, the old Smithy area, uh, also, which I've I've shared a, a picture of that uh, with the group. Uh, you get, can you guys all see that? But so so you can see that it's basically it's a rundown uh, uh, stone and brick, uh, a couple of buildings, uh, uh, no roofs overhead, but it looks it's been. Uh, Dilapidated, but but what's standing is is pretty strong, pretty secure, um, and it's the morning of July first, uh, the year two thousand, um, and uh, say uh, uh, Gunny. So make sure you're already there, uh, uh, Gunny. You arrive uh, uh, before uh, sunrise. Um, and you're bringing along uh, a Phantasma and uh, oh, Jesus uh, and Axel and Sophia. Come on, you two. We're almost there. And Sophia, yeah. And uh, of course, uh, Matt, you will be already there with with Minka. So, so it's probably like or five a.m. But it's before before sunrise at where uh, where the rest of you arrive. Um, uh, at this kind of meeting point that you've kind of pre preordained. So, so Minka, this is why. Why are you waking me up so early, Minka? This is this is not time to be awake. This is this is club time, not wake time. It's better to be woken up now than by a Russian gun. Oh, okay. What? How long are we going to stay in this this uh, place? Didn't you say you have a way to get out of here? We have we have car. Ah, where do we take car? I don't know. We have to get out of here somewhere. Maybe we go I, I, away from the Russians. It's 
depending uh, on where mine is. Do, do you hear something? Are those, are someone coming? Are those Russians? And he'll, he'll like hide. He's gonna like grab his bag. He's got random like trash bags, socks, anything he can like stuff stuff into. Um, <laughs> Because he doesn't have any like a proper suitcase or bag or anything. What, what, He's what like, you have is we call a prison suitcase if you're using trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what we would call that if you were in prison. So that's uh, so Nathan Gunnery Sergeant's leading the guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, out of the woods. He goes, "Okay, guys, let's not run up on them." He said, "They might be, they may be a little edgy." So let me come out and approach them and announce myself, and that way we, you know, we don't all get shot. They could think we're Soviets. And uh, Gunny walks out. He's, of course, dressed in BDUs. He has face paint, M79 over his shoulder, his M16, a full pack. And he starts uh, Mason, yelling, Mason, you move Nika. through here like pigs. Come, come into Mart. <laughs> uh, we have more people coming here. We got some, uh, we got some really fantastic folks. Uh, come on in, guys. Let's go. We're good. We're good. Come on. Quick, let's move. We should be out in the open. We make our way into the barn. Minka, you, you know this G.I. Joe? Yes, meet at bar in town. Ugh. Ah. Excellent. 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 Sophia will come in the barn. And Morgan? Is his car? With us. Where do you think I get car? You think I steal car? That's your job. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I thought maybe you'd take it. <laughs> Excuse me. That's yes, uh, big that's market my for American cars. That's my vehicle. I left it here. I let her borrow it. Okay. Okay, there, fella. It's, it's Gunnery Sergeant Mason, United States Marines, not G.I. Joe. Good to meet you. Thank you. Good to meet you, son. You you uh, here to win war? Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, right now, I'm just working on staying alive. Uh, we had a big battle; it didn't go so well. Thomas, nobody. Thomas, writes. Thomas, will this run? Run like it's, a champ. It looks like it is cobbled together out of four different vehicles. Those are the you best don't worry ones. about the run. We make the run. It's fine. It runs fine. Get in and starts right up. Trust me. The machine gun works well too. Don't be machine gun. That's yeah, that's make a point. Is, is that, a machine gun? Oh, that's awesome. Ah. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. You look like you're a little trigger happy. Are these people going with us, Thomas? You try to leave me behind? No, no, I guess yeah, of course they are. We gotta keep everybody safe safety in numbers at this point. <clears throat> you guys gotta understand everybody's split up. The Soviets. Does everybody understand me? Everybody understand English? I know that in the Deutsch. Anybody, either German or English. Does everybody understand? Oh, yeah. I, I watched a lot of reruns. Understand perfectly, boss. He's nothing but Dukes Excuse of Hazzard references. So tired. Yes. Excuse <laughs> me. Mr. Blanco, Fantasmo. I'm sorry. Uh, you understand me over there? I want to make sure you got me. See, si, right, see, si, okay, USA. <laughs> so this is well. situation, see? Here we are. We're here. I said, and I draw a little map in the sand. And I said, over here's the town, and I named the town. I said, uh, Soviets came through for destruction battalion. We, my unit, engaged them, and uh, we stopped them, but we got decimated, basically. So they split up. Most of the NATO forces are retreating north back to the coast or somewhere else. The Soviets are also in a disarray. So there's not their leadership shattered around here. So you're going to have roving bands. So our job is to basically survive um you know i'd like to go home but that ain't happening so until i'm there i'm here with you trying to keep you guys safe so we got to make our way get find a base of operations and supply ourselves some clean water food i don't know how much food you guys have i have enough for a few day a few days but 
uh, we we, we got to we got to get ourselves geared up and a secure place to, to stand up, and we got to check our weapons. Does everybody have a gun? First, Thomas. Yes. Miss, sir. My name is Axel. This is Sophia, and this is yes, my this is my uncle Blanco. That wait, hey. your uncle? You're, aren't you German? Deutsch? Yes, it, it's. Don't don't <laughs> okay, worry about it. The usual, he, but hey, he, okay. he he married my he married my aunt. Oh, I understand now. Thank you. I'm sorry about she, that. She's, she re, she remarried him, widow. I, I well, I'm sorry to hear that, and I'm happy she remarried. Uh, please go on, sir. There was just there was it. It was just introductions, names. Uh, you, oh, sorry. That's that's true. I did get to that. I'm a little little uh, little tired, a little worn out, been a little stressful. Forgive me. However, miss sir, yeah, miss sir, what are you? This. What are your names? I'm Minka. Hey, I'm I'm Pavlov Onajinsky, and you said you were from Germany. Yeah. Well, where you? Where, what's your name again? Axel Müller. Axel, yeah, Germany. You mean we, you like Knight Rider? Yeah, the Hoff. <laughs> Is <laughs> one of the. He's a shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Broke to go. You, you know the Hoff. I, I, of course, I know. He is one of the greatest singing stars in all of Germany. But yeah. uh, his, acting, too his acting is too, much too American. His uh. voice is like honey, though. Now you see, like, when he slides across with that car with the eye. Yeah, the, the, Are we really the, talking the, about the, the women in right my now. village love yeah. him. It's, it's true. The apocalypse happened, Mr. Uh, please. We, let's, uh, let's stick to the time. Sorry, 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 sorry. Have the greatness of the Hoff and the Night Rider later. Right, I, am, boy? I, I am I am so sorry, Hawkeye Pierce. What the <laughs> hell? This is a you know what? I'm not even gonna go there. Please. Uh, so we got uh, any anybody else with introductions? I will right. tell you, it's it's morning. It's not safe to go out in broad daylight. We stay here for tonight. Maybe, that makes maybe get sense. some rest. We, and then we just Talk about yeah. where we decide to go. Is not very many options right now. We got the Russians to the east. We have chaos to the west. We have oceans to the or sea to the north, rivers and mountains to the south. Not many options. Well, we got to figure out options. Go ahead, Nathan. And, and, and for uh, for reference sake, the north has been heavily bombarded with with uh, with tactical nukes. Uh, you, you, you might be able to find a way to the ocean, but it's it's uh, uh, all yeah. All those cities up there have been really just decimated with nuclear weapons. The heaviest uh, of industries was in the north of Germany. That place is most likely a wasteland now. Yeah, uh, GM. I turn to um, Axel and I say, uh, "What is uh, that?" Tumkov. Kind of on this. It speaks German. It's just kind of it's, it's common. It's it's okay. So as my character speaks German and they don't know it, what did they say? Yeah, what what did you say? Oh, I said who is this idiot soldier? <laughs> and, uh, Axel, 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 Axel said he had no idea. <laughs> I go. I, I look squarely in his eyes. I go, Gunnery Sergeant. Thomas Mason, United States Marine Corps. That's who I am. Next time, just ask me directly. I'm not going around calling you a ragu-eating guinea, am I? <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. You're funny. 
You, yeah, you have a I funny like face. Too. I like You're it. Funny, but we got to survive to go. Let's give each other a little respect. All right. Look, we have a few hours before sunsets. Let's make well, some food. It's, it's your 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 it's sunrise. It's, it's, oh, it's, sunrise, yeah. We have, yeah. We have all day. Yeah. yeah. Let us let us let us make some food and discuss our plans. Does anyone have any maps of the area? Nathan, do I have any maps left? Uh, you have basically that travel map that I'm using in Roll Twenty. So I'll pull that out and lay it out, um, and you know I. And I'll ask everybody. It's like everybody has something to eat and drink. Well, it would be, I yeah, have, for breakfast. Okay, good, good. Outstanding. Uh, that, that sounds outstanding. And we can sit down and strategize. Everybody, we can sit around and figure out our next goal here. Just because I'm in the military and I'm a senior vet doesn't mean I'm uh, calling all the shots here, obviously. I'm a guest. Maybe. Many early maybe we make our... Um, Minka, maybe we make our way to uh, Rawclaw. Yeah, Rawclaw. south from here? It's south, but it's a big city. That's true, but unless you think the, somewhere on the way, you know, we got passed through the small towns, but, you know, we, we got to find big army to help. Big army is west. Ah. How many ways are there to pass that river to the south? Is many see, big bridges. How many small bridges are there? Well, yeah, yeah so bridges, you're not, you, you know, there are bridges, uh, of course, at, at all, all the major roads, but whether the bridges are still yeah. standing or not. I can tell you right now, uh, most of these bridges are, uh, we should probably find a place where either we can find a boat or some, or some sort of like ferry of something, if, if such a thing exists to get across. It is many barges near small towns. Yeah, and uh, so rumor-wise, one of the f- rumors you, you basically have all heard of is that uh, Krakow has become a uh, kind of a free Polish uh, territory. Uh, they're around there. Uh, that's kind of where like the last the military ha- has holed up. Uh, but they're not necessarily super friendly to to outsiders. Um, Which military? The Polish military. So, okay. <laughs> um, fair enough. And, and uh, Axel, you'll know that that uh, Zofi uh, is really wants to go to uh, uh, Lublin uh, to the to east, uh, Lublin. Lubin. Yeah. Um that's where her where her grandparents live. She doesn't know if they're alive or dead, but she that's kind of the only Can you ping that? Is it this? It's underneath the uh Jeez. camp hazard, so I'll, I'll move that on the yeah, real quick. Uh, uh right right there. East. Oof. East. So yeah, closer to Russia. Um <laughs> well, um, all I said is we we could possibly find find safety in Lubin, but uh, it is east. Nathan, you're putting up. I don't know about that. So so so. That yeah, those are, those are things that you you kind of you kind of know. Um, and just for description, of Sophie, she's like a, a teenage girl. She's got a. Uh, a leather jacket with like a a, a Ramones uh, album cover on on the back of it, uh, painted on, 
and she's wearing a uh, Star Wars Phantom Menace t-shirt. Oh, I As we talk, you know, <laughs> as these discussions go on, Axel will stop and turn around when he's not talking and sign the information to her. Yeah. It's amazing. Daniel, you have a radio? There's a radio in the truck. In the Humvee. There's a radio in the Jeep. We ah. got a, a, a prick one night. Well, I forgot what it's called, but we could try and see, listen in. And see what got. I, I recommend being very mindful of using it. You don't know if uh, any of the Soviet forces just, have just some listen, sort of no, listening device. All right, so I'll, I'll switch it on. No broadcast. See what right, there's any so, ally uh, transmissions. Listen for so Russian as well. You you picked up uh, a uh, transmission. Uh, you guys overhear a conversation Russia. between the uh, uh, nearest Soviet HQ and a field commander. Oh, okay. Uh, so those of you that know Russian uh, can understand that the, the, the field commander is refusing to obey orders and effectively deserting. Uh, that's what I feared. Soviet rank, the Soviet do rank structure starts. Yeah, where? Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, do they say which, yeah, where the, uh, which field headquarters and which uh, it, it's definitely to the uh, east of uh, Kalish um, you're not exactly sure it's not like a like in a city it's like a definitely a, a, a field set up um, you know field base so uh, you're not sure but definitely to the uh, uh, it sounds like what they're describing was, was uh, uh, to the east of Kalish but you're not exactly sure where and I'm assuming the, the the Russian leader just responds with the usual threats of execution. Oh sure, but uh, this leader, this guy, thinks he's uh, in a strong enough position to desert. He's not getting support from the Soviets anymore, the main army. So he's going to be foraging, which means he's going to go around taking what they need. So, uh, guy's probably trying to set himself up as, as king of some small villa or something. War. Fucking starting war his own mini war. USA is right. This is the point. I went to a Russian accent. I shoot him, Nathan. I know it's a spot. I stick my M79 right up his ass and hit him with the Willie Peter. USA is right. USA is right. USA is right. Off an Borat. Fajin. Duce. This is how it's going to begin. We need to get a big. We need to get the big armaments quick and figure out where we're going. Once these people start waking up, that's when the trouble is going to start. Already started, I'm afraid. So, where are we heading and why? Well, what are our options? Is the Western armies going west? The Russians in chaos, going everywhere. So we have. Nuclear weapons to the north doesn't sound like a good place. We have east where many Russians going west, trying to get away from east because it's Russia. Who wants to stay in Russia? Mm-hmm. So there is south or uh, west with the uh, with the Western armies. Minka, I, I I still say if you think Warclaw too large, south we go through Kempo, Kapno, and we continue south uh, towards uh, Apo. Opole. It's through the woods, right? We have, there's plenty of woods. There's some open area. Uh, if we run into trouble, we could stay out of the way. Maybe get out of this place. Let east-west like fight. I like south. We have we run along water. We have water source. 
If we are in the woods, we can yeah. perhaps perhaps we could hunt and obtain food. We got to make sure we can clean that water source. It's probably contaminated. We have basic gear to boil water. Good. No fil- no filtration, but in south we can find more information on where else we might go. We got to take check of our resources, what ammunitions we have. Make sure everybody has a weapon. Your friend over there, she's uh, mm. she's deaf, correct? She is, but she under she can right. read. She can read some. She can read some lips in Polish. Not a lot. Demolitions. Ah. Uh, but- my my concern for her is uh, she won't hear threats approaching. So we have to be. She has to be mindful of that. And she, she knows how much noise she makes. All right. She knows. So. I will. I will watch for her. All right. Hate for her to uh, be a, a victim. Uh, all right. She'll not be a victim again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nate, I have a question. Dead surety. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I believe him. Got He shakes his head and acknowledges. So, so question: um, yeah. If we're staying here for the yep. morning, yep. Do we? So this will be like you know, uh, suspend my. Uh, so if we're staying here for the morning, does this count as a shift? And do we want to work through the shift mechanics? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I already actually already drew a encounter card. Um, oh, nice! Which should be fun. That was uh, quick. Well, so, trying to heal us already. <laughs> this is good. We'll see what happens, but um, uh, yeah, doesn't mean that, that there's going to be an encounter, but but uh, that's just part of the mechanic. So yeah, so the, there are um, jobs you can do uh, throughout every shift. So we're starting. This is we'll start like the morning shift, and um, you'll see under the, the how to section I put in uh, roll twenty, you'll see um, uh, combat rules and survival rules. So survival rules I put. Uh, Survival actions, and these are things you can do, kind of like during a shift. So there's uh, uh, marching and driving, which you're not you're not traveling anywhere, so you're fine. There's keeping watch. There's scrounging, uh, foraging, hunting, fishing, uh, making camp, which I'll say camp has already been made. Uh, cooking, uh, resting, sleeping, because basically everybody has to sleep. Uh, at least one shift a day, or there's you know stamina rolls and whatnot consequences. Um, and uh, so yeah, this is part of the part of the mechanic is is uh, um, you guys can figure out who's the best at foraging, who's the best at hunting, who's the best at scrounging, and you're able to assist each other uh, to uh, increase the rolls uh, and. Um, uh, but if if you, if two people want to scrounge separately, you can't do it in the same ten kilometer hex. So you have to basically, Jesus. yeah. So it's, it's, they basically want you to assist each other instead of trying to like everybody roll for for scrounging. That's kind of what they we did with that that ruling, That's which true. I, I got you. I, which makes I think that makes perfect sense. Instead of like, you know, oh, I roll, I roll perception, then you have like twenty people saying, oh yeah, I want to roll perception too. So this is kind of. I, I kind of like this mechanic because uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, just being my farm and knowing what the crops are. Yes, there should be. Well, if, if there are things there you want to do, you know, like uh, it's you know, it's it's up to you. But look at the survival actions uh, that you know. I, I really just write them all out there, but look at them and kind of talk amongst yourselves about 
if you want to do any of those things? And if so, who's going to do them? Which handout uh, is this? I have. A survival actions under how to and survival rules. So it's really just a list there. And then I, underneath that, I actually have some of the um, other kind of details there. Well, Gunny has two D8s at uh, Scrounger, just so you know. Because he actually right. has the skill plus, you know, he gets plus uh, one skill. Axel has a, he has a D10 and a D8, I believe, in um, a D10 and a D8 for Scrounging. Okay. Because oh, he has a he, he has a scrounger as he has a scrounger um, scrounging skill as well. Um, and, uh, so it's but he also he can also he can also hunt he can also hunt with a bow. So yeah, maybe you should do the bow, and I could do the uh, scrounging, and I could do foraging. Yep, on my go. farm where my crops are, <laughs> <laughs> which makes perfect sense for some reason. <laughs> I will Pavlov speaks says I will keep watch make sure no one sneak up on camp and steal stuff and, and uh, so helping others if you wish to help another player character or NPC perform an action it costs you one action of the same kind but that we don't have to worry about this, this is kind of like shift work um, you must uh, state you're trying to help someone before any dice rolled uh, helping each other occurs out of turn, breaks in shore, and counts. Uh, um, but what does it add to the dice roll, Free League? <laughs> I know. Um, Incomplete rulebook brought to you by Free League. <laughs> it's an alpha, so I'm not going to like bitch too much. But 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 know. when when you when you roll. Have a section on helping others. Would say, okay, what are the? Uh, well, one so, of the biggest, yeah, one of the biggest stumbling blocks, I think, is the C page XX. Yeah, page XX. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is every page in the in the hand in the uh, alpha uh, so far. I know, like the the, the beta is going to come out like any day now, and, and like like half the rules are going to change. But anyway, so we're, we're going to move right along. I'm going to say it uh, helping uh, gives you at least a plus one. And you're in the kind of the uh, open area right now. So foraging w- would normally give you a minus one uh, or step down. Um, but since this is your farm, I'm going to give you a, a plus one instead. Um, hunting is a plus one in the open area like this. Uh, scrounging is, is uh, there's no difference. So it's a regular roll. Uh, so, so is anybody keeping watch? Me, Matt, yeah. I was uh, I was gonna say it could also um, assist Pavlov, using my yeah, sniper rifle. Okay, so keeping watch is just a recon roll. Um, so why don't you go ahead and and do that? Uh, did I assign you? Oh, do you even have a character sheet? Yeah, everyone Maybe? should. I have the. The Google okay, Doc well, one that, I made with you guys. Cool. Um, it should be the same as the one in the uh, in Roll20. Roll 20. Yeah, because I... Let me... Uh, uh, there you are. Blanco Fantasma appears. Blanco's the only one, Blanco's the only one who doesn't have a character image oh because he's, he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he's a ghost. 
He wears he many faces. Anyone who takes a picture of him. He wears if many I, faces. <laughs> Someone else's usually. If I forget, if I if I get my ridiculous accent, all I have to do is say Blanco Fantasma. <laughs> I think you should be tongue. a spokesman for the group every time we meet somebody. If, uh, and also, if we ever get a, if we ever get a sponsor, <laughs> I want Blanco to do the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that you're a tank. I think Blanca should do the intro next time. <laughs> <laughs> now I shall roll yeah. for recon. Oh, this is really cool how they have it. Uh, so this, is this new that it's incorporated yeah, yeah, into this, Roll20? Uh, yeah, 20? yeah the, the, uh, uh, a terrific guy on Discord built this and Roll20 incorporated it. And uh, Matt's even uh, asked for some upgrades to it. So props to that guy who is apparently nameless. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get his name. Uh, yeah. It's like Necro Phoenix or something like that. Or Ooh, Hey, awkward. Hey, wait a minute. Let's stick to the nameless for now. Yeah, that list, you know, as you get close to that list of words that we're not supposed to say. Right. It's like, just Jeffrey Epstein, is that his name? <laughs> so, so oh, Nathan, he is uh, Jared from Subway 112. I don't <laughs> so, so Nathan, just so you know, we got no successes and Pavlov actually got a uh, whatever they're called in this game like a, like a fail or, or whatever I got a success a mishap so recon guys so oh, both yeah. recons oh yeah I'm doing a uh... okay so so what did I just roll yeah, well, I, you, 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 hey, you failed. I see nothing <laughs> I see nothing Blanco <laughs> there's no well, lessons out here, here. Is my so, nuts uh, what? What? so do you so, want to explain so, the roll uh, mechanics yeah, so so roll mechanics. Everything uh, uh, a six or higher is a success. So whether you roll a d six or a, or a d twelve, anything above a six is is a success. And and uh, also uh, was it tens, elevens, and twelves are two successes? Is that right? Uh, I think it's or just 11? you get. Is it just tens and twelves or? I think it's uh, just tens. It's just tens and twelves. Tens and twelves. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, and ones are mishaps. I don't think there are any rules for mishaps on um, foraging or hunting. Uh, at least not that I've seen. There are mishaps for like uh, camping uh, and driving. So I think you're uh, fine. I, I, you know, if I wanted to be a dick, I could say your your bowstring bro- broke or something I like that. There's but- a big Cheney joke in there somewhere. <laughs> so uh, Axel Axel signs to Sophia that she can. She can help with one of the others, or she can help me hunt. It's her choice, whatever she feels comfortable with. He knows uh, that she she doesn't like she, to be ordered around. Yeah, yeah, but she and she'd rather stick with you. Like she doesn't completely trust uh, the rest of these bozos yet. Okay, so, so we go. So she's going to give me the help action, I guess. Then, yeah, hunting. Um, and uh, that's. Am I going to use range combat on that one? Uh. Oh, hunting. Hunting is hunting is not range combat, I don't think. Is it? Well, if he's using a bow if he's using a bow. Yeah, but it's it's not just hitting something. It's, right. Is uh, it is it a combination of recon and uh recon and then uh hunting? It's uh, survival. Oh, survival. There you okay. go. So it's two rolls then. No, or it's just it, survival. Yeah. Oh, just survival. They, they, okay. they don't make you like Right. Yeah, well, why make extra rolls that you don't have to? 
Okay. All right. So she gives me a plus one on that, right? Because of the help action. Uh, yeah. And then plus one because it's open terrain. So I go from I go from a D, uh, a D to a C to a B. So it's two Bs. That's two D ten. So tier, it's actually three rolls to successfully hunt. Oh, jeez. Survival to survival to find something, recon to track it, and then a ranged attack to oh. kill it. Thanks, Blue Falcon. Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> this rule assist brought to you by Blue Falcon. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to do the, I'm gonna uh, yeah, do the first one, wrong. which I'm going to do the first one, which is uh, the recon, which is two d ten. And for some reason, it rolled Ooh. an am- it rolled an ammo die, but oh, a d ten. So that's a double success. There you go. Oh, good. So so now it says, uh, okay, it means you have tracked some kind of prey. Roll on the hunting table. You're hunting a Soviet. So the hunting table, just roll a d6. Okay. And I did get a double success because I rolled a 10 on a, 10 d- 10, on a d10. So I don't so know. So you can happened. roll more than once and then you can choose what you want to hunt. Okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, so you yeah, I know three, I'm reading it now. You, you actually okay. got three successes, so roll it three times. There's a two, there's a one, and there's another two. All right. So a, a grouse, a rabbit, or a grouse? Well, the uh, grouse requires a shotgun, so probably uh, the rabbit. Yeah, I guess the rabbit. So, yeah. Rabbit's more food anyway. And now yeah. that I've now that I've gotten that, I've got to do recon to track it, you said? Let's see. Yeah, to kill the prey you've tracked, you must first make a recon roll to move into position. Okay. All right. My recon is C. The assist action brings it to B. And then the plus one because of open terrain gives me brings it to an A. So I'm rolling a D10 and a D12. All right. Uh, one success and one failure. Um. So what's to say after the uh, recon roll, Matt? So so um, once you make the recon, he got two successes, so an eleven or twelve. Um, okay, then you must make a ranged oh, okay. attack against the animal. You can make a slow aim if you have a telescopic sight. Yeah, so the mishap doesn't come into play at this point. So, so right, because you got the two successes, one of them wipe, uh, one would assume would wipe it out. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now arrange success. Okay. So I'm going to use the hunting bow. Does that have a sight? Does that have a sight on it or not? No. Okay. I'm not going to use the gun because I don't want to attract attention. Right. Uh, okay, so range attack is agility B, range combat B, uh, plus one, plus one because of my uh, my assist action, and do I get another plus one because of the open terrain? Yes. So that's double twelves. Wow, four successes. All right, you killed the dice. hell out of it. <laughs> well, you, you uh, do so good. You, is there anything? Nice left? job, Axe. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 shot well, it right through the good. anus, and, and it, the arrow came out through the skull. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Really? It lands <laughs> over a fire, so it starts cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, spinning, it's spinning on the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, then I'll bring the uh, I'll bring the rabbit back to Kent. All right. Well, this is fun. Thanks for like, I was, like looking for the rules real quick on my tablet here so this is i'm 
you know, this is fun during the so so is anybody scrounging? Uh so yeah, you're gonna do that? Success, I had one success on scrounging. So that no, rabbit well, gives us two raw food. Okay. Yep. Two raw food. So somebody's and is anybody gonna is is anybody gonna try to cook? So cooking it, yeah. So can't making camp well actually no, I'm not gonna make you do that because you already have a camp, so you already have a, a fire going if you want to cook it. So I'm not going to like uh, make you do that right now. So scrounging. Um, and you got one success. Yeah, I got one uh, success. So, that, so give me a D100 roll. All right. Uh-oh. Dun, 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 dun. So what I get? 75. Ooh, 75. 75 gives you, you found a shotgun. Wow. Ooh, what type of shotgun, my friend? I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll get, yeah, it's not important right now. I got a, I got a, eighteen seventy five uh, black powder <laughs> shot rifle, Wonderbuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no ammo though, just the, just the shotgun. The shotgun's fine. I'll take it. Yeah. Right. Can, I'll quit. So, shotgun's a good defense weapon, and it. Uh, if somebody doesn't know how to shoot, it's great close range. Uh, and Minka, were you foraging? I got two successes: a six and an eight. All right, so foraging, um, this is summer, so that doesn't give you any bonuses or taking away. Um, we're looking for food. Success means that you find a number of rations of wild food uh, equal to the number of uh, successes you roll. Uh, when you're looking for water, success means you find enough drink of water to fill your water bottles. All right, so you got a one, basically one ration of, of wild food. For two successes? Oh, two? Oh, okay, two. Sorry. Yes, yeah, exactly. one. All right, cool. Good to know. So add, add that to your sheet. So two rations of wild food. Uh, and was anybody, oh, and Blanco was keeping watch, but uh, he, he like, took a little nappy poo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I don't understand the dice. What what did I roll? Well, I well basically, see- it, it shows you, if you hover over the dice with your mouse, it'll show you what you rolled. But because it didn't show you a symbol on the dice, that means you didn't succeed. So if you hover over your first die, that's that you roll a d12, but you you got a five on the die. And the second die, you got a four on the die for your d8. So so you need a six on either one of those uh, those dice to succeed, six or higher. Now you could you could so you just push roll the roll. Yeah, you could push, but it it causes stress when you push. Um, I don't know if he can push his regular survival type roles. I'll have to look at that again. Oh, okay. Um, pa- Pavlov with his uh, total fail, he'll 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 slip back into to his nappy time. It was too early waking up, and it was it was too early waking up anyway. Uh, and one other thing that uh, I'm not clear about is maybe you guys talked about it last week. We're on. Uh, Mishka's yeah. farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, Minka, but not. Minka. So, doesn't he have a farmhouse? Like, well, why because, we can't because it's not safe. Little obvious kind of raided by military kind of thing. Yeah, yeah there Russian, and, and there, there have been Russians and, and other area. other other troops come through. So, you, okay, I don't know if we were. You're, you're far up, away okay, from the it. farmhouse in, in a uh, in a basically a rundown, abandoned uh, what used to be a, a smithy. Um. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So, Thank you. so uh, lookout rolls can't be pushed. Those are um, uh, passive. Um, yeah, yeah. So any passive roll can't be pushed. Uh, and and keeping watch is, is considered passive. So, um, it, it it is yes only opposed when the the enemy is actively ambushing you. So, um, so you're kind of uh, so Blanca, you're 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 kind of sitting on, on top of the uh, one of the uh, uh, the brick walls there, kind of. Uh, Kind of keep, Smoke, keeping an eye out, and you're having a glass of wine. <laughs> your your head on a swivel. You got your sniper it. sniper rifle across your lap, and it, you know everybody else is out, is out kind of, uh, you know, uh, getting things done. And and then you you um, you you hear something uh, below you, and you look down, and there's this uh, like mangy looking dog. It looks like a uh, cross between the lab and like half a dozen other things, um, brown fur, and it's like looking up at you, and it's like sitting, like like perfectly still, but it's like looking up at you, and and when, as soon as you like lock eyes with it, it kind of like its feet dance a little bit, and he can he's like still looking at you. Do I have any Food uh, on if me. you you could have your rations on you, whatever whatever kind of rations you might have. We have a dog meat, is what you're saying. <laughs> hmm. uh, throw down what's equivalent to a treat. Okay. Um, it like uh, scarfs her right down, and, and he uh, looks back up at you again and like dance with his feet. A little bit again, but he's like sitting, sitting down, like dancing with his front paws a little bit. He goes, <laughs> and then he pulls out a Kalishnikov cough. And takes, <laughs> does, uh, does Pavlov hear that? Does that wake him up? The sound of the dog. Uh, uh I guess. Uh, sure. What is what sound of dog? Just a uh, pet of what? the farmer. No. Hey, get out of here. You don't feed it, no? It's like gypsy. Get, go. Get out of here. Like a gypsy. You fucking... Yes, you're in the 90s, yes. (laughs) Brother. But aren't we all gypsies No, no, look at it. (laughs) Very good, very good. Hey, it's still looking up at you. Totally ignoring Pavlo. He, He told me that it's not... I thought maybe... I gave him a treat. I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen Mika. Maybe That's Mika's it. dog. I don't know. Well, it's not going away. Mm-hmm. Right, so I go down. I jump down. Does it, uh, when it when I jump down and get closer, what's its uh, reaction? It backs up a little bit, but it doesn't like run away. It, it basically keeps like, keeps its distance, uh, but it's still kind of like uh, keeping, an, keeping an eye on you. So you're not close enough to like pet it or okay, anything. Okay, well, that's fair enough. That's okay. where I stay for now. And uh, if you just stay there and, and like don't. The last time I got close to a dog, <laughs> it was very dark. Oh, God. Please, 
It has fleas. It's got to have fleas. I'll ask Minka when she come back, but you stay away from my food, Mangy Mutt. So it, uh, it basically, you sit down, and after a little while, when it realizes it's not getting any more food, it kind of just lays lays down too. But like it, kind of like a, it doesn't like close its eyes all the way, but it's it's like you know not coming any closer and, and not going any further away. All right. So, uh, right. anything you. else you guys want to do this shift? Well, we probably should try and get some sleep. I'm thinking. I, I think that wraps that. up our shift, right? That's only oh, one thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we gotta, well, you know, we'll get back and uh, we'll, everybody will compare notes. You know, this Gunny kid gets everybody. So, Gunny's also going to take a look and see what everybody has weapon wise. Make sure everybody, everybody has something to defend themselves. And if he notices nothing, you know, and then he'll. Uh, Showed a group what he found and said, I found this uh, mysterious shotgun. Could be a magic item. Okay, wrong game. <laughs> we have found this shotgun. Uh, I don't know what gauge is. You haven't a chance to check it out yet. Cast identify. <laughs> I, uh, I have this crowbar. It's very strong. I hit people with it. Nah, we got to get you some sort of firearm. You ever use a handgun or shotgun or I, rifle? I don't long think rifle? that's a good idea. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I totally, totally. I'd like Gat. Uh, Desley, so, I, I, so I spray back some said, big rounds. So the fact that you use a poor American slang to define a firearm tells me, sir, that you have no idea what you're using, sir. You're going to have some basic instruction before I give you anything so you don't shoot me or anybody else in the ass. It's good. You just hold like that. He like holds it no, sideways. Like I, you I just smack, point toward bad guy. I smack his hand. It's like if you ever do that again in front of me, I'll, I'll get physically ill. So Mason, just, let uh, him. He will only uh, do it once. <laughs> I'll show you how to properly do it later. We'll take some time once I find a pistol or something. I'll show you some show you some skills, son. Keep you alive. Axel and Sophia will come back after a few hours and with a skin very large rabbit and. Very lucky today. Uh, With tumors irradiated, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it appears. It appears to be. Good it job. Appe- Good job. It appears to be okay. If someone can cook it, that would be helpful. It's not hard to cook something. Yeah, it's got you make fire. You fire. fire. It's very good. It's very easy. Oh, good. You know how to do it. Yes. Excellent. Good job. Outstanding. So, so, so next shift, does somebody want to uh, cook some food and keep watch again while some other people sleep? I will cook food and uh, ask about the dog. Uh, yeah, Nico, is this your dog? It's not my dog. What dog is this dog? Looks like a bad dog. <laughs> Looks hey, a I thought dog. maybe it's your dog. It's not my dog. I don't have a dog. Probably it's, okay, it's dog, pro- dog. it's probably a wild dog. Eh. That's what I said. I said it's like mangy gypsy yeah. dog. It's got yeah. fleas. Get out of here, dog. No, no, it's, <laughs> just, it's a good dog. Maybe be Listen, a watch dog. It's not a wild Maybe dog because it wouldn't no, come no. up to us like this. Somebody probably well, owned it. Nathan, it is, somebody okay. owned it, but now it's many many animals have been abandoned. That's true. Keep dog for now. If dog Nathan, good, we eat. It's yeah. fine. Can we get close? I get close to the dog. I get down and approach it slowly. a little food in my hand, see if it'll come over. It'd give you rabies, G.I. Joe. Uh, it basically, 
you, you, you hold food and you can see it, it like obviously wants the food, but it's still pretty scared of you. So he's kind of basically like kind of like uh, like pacing back and forth and kind of going around God in circles. God damn it, oh, get your ass over here and eat my food, man. I will end you. No, just they, they, I'll lay the food on the ground. This isn't full metal jacket. I'll lay the food on the ground. Uh, and I say to what I said, listen, little guy, I said, I ain't going to hurt you. And I lay it down on the ground and I said, don't step on any landmines. And I walk over and uh, get back to what I was doing. Ooh, like, could be food so. right. for, for fine landmines. He's good use for dog. Uh, <laughs> I say we keep dog. Dog kind of crawls, crawls, crawls forward and and, and grabs grabs the food and, and like kind of like goes to like a the side of the building, kind of a little bit further away, and and, and finishes off uh, the the treat you gave him. Yeah, was, gotta keep him fat. We might have to eat him later. Yeah, was this something from an MRE or or what? What would you give nah, him? It's probably like usually you know after you have an MRE, you have some leftover foods like a. Uh, you know, you keep crabs the, from rabbits. Like that crappy, but like the cakes. Remember, Matt, the cakes, the um, maple cakes and stuff. You used to yeah. hold on to them. <laughs> so I probably had some of one of those, one of those cakes, because they're so fucking thick. And uh, so I print game half of one of those, whatever I had left over of that. Okay, cool. Thank you. Know, that way, I mean, you know, then I, so I'll have to, yeah, I mean, I'm not heartless. <laughs> so, uh, so, um. Yeah. For so for cooking, which is part of making camp, just make a, a So this is we're in our second shift. So this is a, I'm gonna call this our uh, oh, yeah. our our afternoon our afternoon shift. Who's gonna sleep? Um. How long is the shift? Uh, it's That's- you know a quarter of a day. So it's it's kind, they kind of leave it nebulous. So like four to six hours. Oh, so might there's, catch. there's time to cook and cycle naps. Yeah, yeah. They they, they kind of the way they lay this out is is like making camp like as an entire shift activity. Jesus Christ! Um, we sort of already have camp. camp. Yeah. So so yeah. So each kind of thing, you know, uh, each kind of activity is 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 kind of meant to take up a whole entire. Uh, shift. So you can sleep for an entire shift. You can make camp for an entire shift. You can fish for an entire shift. Uh, all, all that kind of thing. So if you're if you're like cooking food, that's like that's what you're doing for the next several hours. And, and there's really I make Polish buffet. It's good. <laughs> I'm about to say yeah. Yeah. That mechanic I mean, has to be worked on, but that's uh, yeah. Well, that's if you, fine. That's the game. You just kind of kind of think about it. it's like you're, you're you're not just cooking. You're 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 skinning the rabbit. You're you're yeah. you're. You, know, you you could be talking and, and doing other stuff, but you just can't be doing something else that's super time consuming. Like you can't forage in camp, you can't sleep in camp, you can't uh, uh, hunt in camp, and the same. So it's it's not like you're not really stuck there doing that one thing, but you can't really do like something else time consuming in that same period. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so Gunny will just uh, try and get some rest then, because he's he's did his little mission. He'll. He'll take a nap in the Humvee, you know. Okay, I'll 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 tell Zofia. It's like I I will sleep now. He says you can sleep later and watch over you. Okay, so she'll she'll take a nap. She she'll um find a little corner and like use her use your jacket to Axel Blanco Axel sleep with your girl. <laughs> I will watch over you. 
so that if you have to flee, <laughs> you can flee <laughs> together. <laughs> Axel, I feel like Bela Lugosi right now. Axel, Axel, sleep, sleep with your girl. The video for that is amazing, and we should use that clip. <laughs> <laughs> you make good oh, sense. You, you make, you make, you go find private place. No, no, she is not. <laughs> she is dirty now. I she is, not a, she is a child. <laughs> she is a child. I am protecting her. I, that is not how. That is not what is happening, and is not what will happen. How old is girl? She says she is sixteen. Meanwhile, she's saying, like, what are they saying? <laughs> she is. She is merry age. Yeah, um, <laughs> I elbow uh, have love oh. there. Yeah, no, 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 my, my bad, my bad. I will, I'm a, I will do I'm recon. Ex- I'm, expl- I'm, I'm explaining, I'm explaining, I'm explaining our relationship. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, Gunny sits in the Humvee and just goes, yeah, the Eastern Europeans, boy, like being in the uh, backwoods of my hometown. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And I just puts his hat down and starts taking a nap. Stick, you know, in, in the distance, your banjo is playing. <laughs> I know, I hear that in the background. Like, oh, my God. It sounds like Billy Bob courting the freaking uh, courting the sophomore prom queen. Whatever. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll spend my um, I'll spend my day shift helping uh, Minka with the cooking. I'll just like help get her stuff and keep the fire going or whatever. Okay. Uh, I'll keep. He doesn't have a I'll lot keep, of skills. Yeah. I'll keep watch this um, this uh, this shift. Okay. And, and Blanco, what, what are you doing? He's keeping watch. So you both. So, no. Yeah. So I volunteered to sleep. No, no. To no watch so you can sleep. You but if you're going to, you have traveled too far. You sleep now. I'll stay awake. I'll, and I'll sleep next. Okay. Um, I get my. Uh, um, I get my rifle and I cuddle up to it. Okay. And uh, do you have a name for your sleep. rifle? Okay. All right. Next <laughs> week. <laughs> no, that's the name of the rifle. Next week. No, no, uh, into next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your aunt, Taxel. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna wrap it up here in, in a couple minutes. So, so I, I just, uh, I, I just want to do a uh, get a a survival slash cooking roll from um, uh, from Minka with a, uh, a an assist from from. Uh, uh, so it's a, it's a survival roll, and, and you'll, you'll get a plus uh, a one uplift from uh, from Matt. I have one success. Yay! All right. Uh, so you're able to to cook the rabbit, so everybody can eat some rabbit uh, when they when they wake up. Um, and I'm gonna can I give some to Kurva the dog. Corva. Corva. Which, if I remember, is basically whore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good name for dog. Mm. He's whore for food. He's fine. And, and, uh, Axel, if you want to make a recon roll. All right, no one is helping me, right? I don't think so. I'm cooking. Do, is there is there a bonus because it's open land? Uh, for open land, let me look at it real quick. Survival to me, open land. 
Mm. I don't see anything, but I'll give you plus one because I don't know the rules. All right. So. <laughs> one success, one failure. Uh, all right. You see something, but it's the rabbit that got away. So you see um, uh, an old man, basically uh, uh, gray hair, long, scraggly beard, um, you know, not unlike myself, um, but a lot skinnier. And he's a... Uh, uh, he's kind of wandering through the fields. You see, it looks like he's uh, like uh, foraging, looking for any kind of uh, food scraps he can find. Axel whispered out, there's someone walking nearby. Shush. Everyone be quiet. Do I recognize them? No. He'll keep a bead on it through, uh, on us through his scope and his rifle. Okay. And... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he's he kind of, he see him kind of like that, kind of get discouraged and, and move move on. Uh, he looks like he didn't find any food, and he, he kind of wanders off uh, toward, towards the west. He'll give the signal for all clear. All right. Um, so uh, you guys wake up from your afternoon uh, shift, and I think that's what we're going to do and, and call it for tonight. And I'm going to make a little note here that we're uh, uh, starting up on the uh, evening shift. Um, so, but uh, we have like a, uh, if you have a couple of seconds, do you guys have any plans on, on what you want to do as it's starting to get dark? Well, Gunny's going to prep the Humvee, you know, and all that, make sure everything's good. Um, Check the radio traffic. Um, store that shotgun, or try and figure out that sh- he already did that before he went to bed. But uh, okay. he'll he'll get the information from you later. Obviously, he'll go film me and Nathan. But he's just going to get ready to roll. So you know, and look at the map and try and figure out what's the best way down to their target without encountering any enemy. And just try and strategize what to do if they encounter anything. Yeah. yeah so you you get to sleep. Okay. Um, Axel will take his will, sleep as well. I will also be sleeping. Because I'm assuming we're going to travel at night. Yeah. So you, you turn on the radio and uh, you, you hear this. Uh, the radio picks up some, uh, sounds like a American Christian rock sta- station. You hear, uh, it sounds like a striper. Oh, uh, for fuck's sake. I should and, do But uh, over, the, over the music, the drums and guitars are loud. And you, 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 it sounds like it's not like played directly like through the broadcast station. Sounds like it's is is the mic is picking up the music, uh, but the mic uh, uh, over the the drums and guitars. You're also also hearing the screams of people being tortured and begging for mercy, and and you hear it like in in that way you know, Polish and in in German and hey. and uh, you know multiple you know different languages. So so you're not really sure if this is like a real radio station or if it's like a psyops mission or 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 do they I'll just not like the music. Get on the, uh, I get on their horn no. and go, this what? is, yes. No, no, yeah, I do. bad this idea. Is gonna, this is Gunnery Sergeant Mason, oh, United States fuck. Marines. What's, who is this? Oh, oh uh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> do you ask him to <laughs> parlay? They're going to be able to see her in on us if I yes, got to Yes, yes, they will. Yes. 
Yes, Fuck they it. will. That's what he does. <laughs> RDF is a thing. So <laughs> I know, but he's going to be. It's, this shocks the conscience, and he wants to wants to hear oh, what it is. Fuck, we're dead. <laughs> so, like the you hear like the the music stop, and you just hear, uh, like breathing into the to, into a microphone, and you still hear the occasional scream. All right, I just shut the radio off. Okay. Is it the is that new grunge music I hear <laughs> no, of? No, that was something horrible. Strange shit. No, that was that was something horrible. All right. So uh, war, uh, war makes <laughs> war makes beasts of men. Uh I think that's where we're gonna wrap up for tonight. So uh and congratulations. Yes, I told these guys say don't turn the radio back on. I said if you if I'd left it on, they could have they might have been able to triangulate on us, but I'm not going. Um, I, I come out of my sleep and I say, uh, was that striper? <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks so much to you guys. Uh, this is kind of an interesting start to, to this new Twilight 2000 game. Uh, uh, it's interesting. I think we're, we're, uh, kind of meandering our way through the rules quite nicely. Uh, better than I thought. Um, and thanks to the, for those of you that are listening. Uh, I, I hope you had fun too. Um, I hope you know, you know we didn't creep you out too much. But <laughs> uh, look forward to, to talking to you guys uh, next week, next session. Uh, cool. Thanks. Have a good night. Thank, Thank you. you. Ciao. Thank you. Enjoy. Arrivederci. Thank you for listening to AARPG's presentation of It's Always Cloudy in Kalish. The game system we are playing is Free League's Twilight 2000 4th Edition Alpha. Our game master for this story is Nathan. Our cast includes Tyr as Axel Mueller, German college student turned reluctant soldier and guardian. Kupo as Blanco Fantasma an Italian assassin who thinks that if he can protect his nephew, Axel, then maybe there's some light left in the world. Chris as Minka, the Polish farm girl who wants to escape the madness of war and establish a new community. Matt as Pavlov Onajetski, a Polish wannabe criminal and childhood friend of Minka who sees the war as an opportunity to become a big boss himself. And Sean as Gunnery Sergeant Mason, an American career soldier from the hills of Appalachia. Gunnery Sergeant Mason has fought in one war after another since Vietnam, and all he wants to do is go home, if there is a home, but not lose himself in the process. Our story was played on Roll20 Virtual Tabletop. Special thanks to Knock Fenix, who made the character sheets for Twilight 2000 in Roll20. Our shows are recorded using OBS, OBS Ninja and Audacity. Our sound editing is done with Reaper. Original artwork for the AARPG logo was created by Sarah McMullen. You can see her other work at sarahmcmullenart.com. Music for the podcast was provided by Dark Fantasy Studios. Sound effects were licensed through Audio Jungle. Join us each week for more stories, interviews, and other random insights into the world of gaming. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and at our website, thearpgs.com, where you can check out additional information about our stories and our cast. 
If you would like to help the show out, please like us, follow us, subscribe, or retweet our shows to your friends so that we can share our stories with as many people as possible. If you would like to support the show more directly, you can pick up some AARPG podcast merchandise in our website store. Money from the merchandise sales go right back into the podcast to help us pay for services, software, and material to create even more stories. The AARPG podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Free League Publishing or any of the other vendors we've mentioned in the credits. So until next time, stay safe, be kind to one another, and play games. not not peanut butter but but when he was it was really cute when he was really little when i would go to the head he would he would he would he started the face no no you know you got the uh, (laughs) you're sitting on the john and you got your legs spread and there's like you got like a little taco of your pants right he would crawl in there and fall asleep when he was a little puppy right don't but, get that dog. Don't ever. Matt keeps tacos in his pants. In his crotch. Go ahead, Matt. Please keep telling us. Your dog's sleeping on your tacos. This is the same story. Go ahead. No, so, but but for whatever reason, you know, like I said, I, I like I, I'm I'm like him in such that, you know, we, we get our weekly bath. And uh but he he like a just I don't know, you'll have to see it. He basically attacked he started attacking my my pants. Oh, it was hilarious. I, I, no, not my ball. That video, like not me. Not me at <laughs> all. Here's the video I shot. We'll take it at dump. <laughs> well, luckily, Matt, we're going to play <laughs> that video right, right now. Go to one. Our bonus content. Rolling. Our website. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In the picture.